Hi, welcome to this episode of Let's Work It Out, brought to you by Stay Nimble. We provide on-demand, flexible career coaching for all your work-related challenges. Hello and welcome to the Stay Nimble podcast. I'm Jennifer Harper, Head of Coaching with Stay Nimble, and I'm joined by Caroline Jones, one of our career coaches. And today we are going to introduce you to Salesforce. Hi everyone. Salesforce is really quite fascinating. It's an amazing product and it's actually a market leader, just like Amazon, but in the business marketplace. Um, And today we're going to take a look at what Salesforce is and try to understand why it is relevant to businesses and the workplace in general. So let's start with the very simple question of what is Salesforce? Well, and I'll try to make this as simple as possible. It's a cloud-based customer relationship management or CRM software tool, which was developed to make organisations function more efficiently and profitably by reducing down the cost they pay for managing expensive hardware infrastructure. So the purpose of Salesforce as a CRM is also to help businesses become more streamlined. And they can do this by having visual dashboards that have various reporting features so they can stay on top of their marketing, become more aware of customer needs and communicate across teams. So in general, it's a more joined up way for a business to operate. So a little bit of history to add to this. So Salesforce was founded in 1999 by a former Oracle executive called Mark Benioff and a small team with a vision to reinvent the cloud CRM model. Lots of organisations used to have their own databases or Excel spreadsheets to run their sales leads and management reports. But this was often really time consumingly and costly. And by creating Salesforce, Mark and his team provided organisations with the opportunity to cut down on their IT expenditure, but it also provided them with a greater connectivity and flexibility, as it really meant they could access their company information from anywhere in the world, and it provided a lot more functionality. So, Karen, this all sounds really, really positive, but perhaps you can give us a a brief explanation of what it's like to actually use Salesforce. Yeah, well, Salesforce is really an extensive database. Salesforce has a record for every entry and it's a collection of data relating to a single unit. So a really good example of this would be um, a student at college or school and they would have their own record and you'd open that up and then you could see all the data behind that that record. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. That's a good example. You can then, um, as you see, kind of open up, get more opportunities to put information in things like addresses. You can convert currency. So you could um, work with people in the UK or um, US or with euros. And it also really, therefore, helps um, companies trade globally. The other huge benefits is that it's really incredibly flexible. You can literally have anything from, let's say, 20 records to 10 million records. And the dashboard also allows you to see what is happening with clients, customers, records at a glance. And lots of people can be working on the Salesforce database at the same time, which means sales, marketing, the customer service team can be all viewing and updating records without causing issues. This also helps each part of the business see the most up-to-date information and results. 
So this sounds like an extremely efficient and cost-effective way to work, as well as one with lots of flexibility and build. So what do you think is making Salesforce stand out in the market today? Okay, well, for starters, it's won awards such as the world's most innovative company for Forbes um, Innovations for four continuous years from 2011 to 2014. Salesforce is also featured in Fortune's 100 Best Companies to Work For in 2012-2014. And it also shows that they understand what companies need to compete against across different markets. Mm, okay, so they've got lots of accolades there. And I read that they have over 150,000 customers worldwide, which includes um, companies such as Spotify, Amazon, Facebook, eBay, Coca-Cola, Sony. So some really big players in there. Yeah. And Salesforce has a very clever acquisition policy to increase enhanced capacities in customers. Um, strategic acquisitions have helped Salesforce CRM software build really highly born marketing ecosystem. And this is referred to as the marketing cloud, which is clearly beneficial to multiple different types of businesses. It also has a highly diversified offering. It's the, the innovator of the, the SaaS or service as a software approach in the enterprise space, isn't it? And its proficiency in on-demand software helps reduce overall costs for customers as it provides a common networking, hardware and software platform. So in a sense, it's solving all sorts of issues in one go. Um, customers can improve sales and enhance communication through various SaaS offerings of Salesforce, namely Salesforce Chatter, Sales Cloud and Service Cloud applications, which can also be modified to suit each individual customer's own needs. So that sounds like it makes it really super flexible, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. No, I I, I feel so. Salesforce One is also really interesting because it's the mobile app development platform that provides ISVs that are independent software vendors, developers, administrators, and every Salesforce user the liberty to innovate. Salesforce One has seen significant development and it has been successful in leveraging the growth in the customer relationship management software market by meeting the increasing demands of mobile device service providers. I think this is really showing how business is changing that people are doing business on their mobiles not just always on desktop now mm, that's a very good point and I know Caroline in your previous role as a recruiter you worked with a lot of people who used Salesforce and with those who were learning it for the first time as well so in general in your opinion is it difficult to learn? Yeah, that is right. Um, I was a recruiter and I was asked to find Salesforce administrators and sales execs with um, Salesforce experience. I started this. I started the search kind of struggling to find a selection of candidates with um, Salesforce. And therefore, I, I asked the client if I could, um, if they could show me how to use Salesforce so I could see how hard or easy it was for someone to pick up. The client spent about 15 minutes kind of showing me the basic skills. And from there, I recommended that due to Salesforce being very easy to pick up, I felt that the company was narrowing its search and could employ people with excellent sales and admin experience as long as they were kind of IT savvy, as they would be able to pick up the Salesforce system easily. So we changed our search and within days, we had a really great shortlist of administrators and sales execs who interviewed for the job and were successful. The employer then ran 
plan a, a training day for them on the system. And if I'm honest, they all kind of lived happily ever after after that point. <laughs> yeah, so that that's a really good example. Um, and it, it sounds like learning Salesforce was equivalent to being trained on any in-house database, just as you would starting most new jobs. But clearly there's lots of scope for additional learning and development with Salesforce too. Yeah, I know exactly. And Salesforce has a lot more functionality, if I'm honest, and, and they also have a lot more support available for people. Um, Salesforce has really grown and there's a, a community now called Trailblazer, which has local user groups, which meet both virtually and in person. And when I was looking for user groups that meet around me, there were some in both Reading and London, and they were meeting the next couple of days. So I think this looks like a real sort of regular opportunity to connect in and network in. Mm, that's a good point. And this kind of opportunity for connection sounds like it will be really good for networking, but also learning more about the software in general. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, it's also They also have real sort of specific user groups in administration, development and marketing, non-profit user groups, and then high ed and women in tech. So giving you the opportunity to discuss your own issues or areas of interest. Um, there's also a lot of online training offered by Salesforce that you can do to gain badges in different aspects, including marketing. This can all be done from home and you sit the test at the end, which you can sit if you fail. They also have a worldwide conference called Dreamforce. Mm, okay. And again, as you say, Caroline, this all sounds very supportive. So look, looking at jobs, um, I've seen lots of different types of vacancies that look for Salesforce as a skill and also others that have the word Salesforce in the title. Yeah, I have too. Um, from organisations that use Salesforce requiring marketing cloud specialists, and project managers, account execs, Salesforce administrators, and then roles within Salesforce that um, for test leads and developers. Looking at the job specifically uh, for Salesforce itself, a great place actually to start is LinkedIn, where you can see the selection that is available. And these are very much Salesforce administrators, Salesforce developers, Salesforce um, solution architects, Salesforce technical architects, and then Salesforce project managers. Mm, okay. And lots of jobs out there that benefit from having Salesforce as a skill. But you have mentioned Salesforce itself, which is a really big employer. And the last time I checked, they had something like more than 73,000 employees worldwide, which is just a huge number. But what do you think attracts employees to work for Salesforce directly, Caroline? I think there's a number of factors here. I mean, they really believe in work-life balance. While Salesforce delivers impressive profit margins, they also respect people's lives by offering generous payoffs um, and well-being uh, reimbursements. They also run experiments such as no meeting weeks to curb rising burnout. They're also very much into their diversity and inclusion. Um, Salesforce appointed a chief equity officer as early as 2015, which has certainly paid off. Um, on top of this, Salesforce came out as number one on Glassdoor um, in the UK, 2021 best place to work. And in 2022, they've maintained a really strong position by being placed third in a very close race on Glassdoor's UK rankings. But they are first in Germany, um, snatching a position in the top 10 in the US and top 20 in Canada. 
So again, lots of good accolades there. And with work-life balance and the diversity and inclusion elements, you can see why that will be very appealing to lots of people. And it's reported that they're also very conscious of gender and race-related pay gaps, um, environmental issues and freedom of speech too. So again, lots to attract people. Um, what about during COVID-19 lockdowns? Are you aware of any actions Salesforce took to support staff at that point that is perhaps still impacting on employees' working patterns? Yes, um, Salesforce spearheaded um, office closures and offered the home working environment. Um, they offered employers some financial support to ensure their homes, offices were suitable, including support for um, physical and mental well-being. And they also adopted a hybrid model and are one of the largest employers to announce the nine to five um, workdays dead. Um, so they've really stuck to the hybrid model ever since. Mm, okay, that's interesting as well. So before we finish up, Caroline, all of what we've chatted about sounds very exciting, but what tips do you have for anybody being interviewed by Salesforce or by a company that is asking for Salesforce skills? Okay. Well, first of all, there is a brilliant web page called salesforce.com backslash company backslash how we hire, which is fab, where you can go on there and it highlights the steps you need to take. It also includes the vacancies that they're looking to fill um, for the day. I went on the site and they were looking for over 2000 people. Gosh, that's a huge number of positions. But then it is estimated that Salesforce is responsible for more than 3 million direct jobs worldwide. Wow, that is huge, isn't it? That is why it's really important to look at what team is going to best engage with your skills. So looking across, there was sales, technology and product. There was customer success, marketing and comms, employee success, real estate, finance, legal, corporate affairs, research, business technology. And then there was linking in with the universities or one Salesforce specialist brands like Slack or Datarama. There's such a lot of scope. So it's really important that you make sure you're aligning uh, what you enjoy with your skills and the different Salesforce teams, just because there is so much scope. Mm, it definitely sounds like it and most certainly lots of scope for individuals to find their own niche and to find where they fit. Really important. Okay. So thank you for all of that, Caroline. It's been really interesting to delve a little deeper into this and also hear your own experience of Salesforce. And to you listening, I hope this has been a helpful introduction to Salesforce, what it is and why it is relevant. And if you have any other questions, then please feel free to put them to your Stay Nimble Career Coach, who will be more than happy to work with you on that. So good luck in your Salesforce journey and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode. For a no strings attached 30 minute coaching session, visit staynimble.co.uk.